Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap, Fightful.com. It is January 31st. It's been a wild week. We got tons of stuff over at FightfulWrestling.com. And if you think it's a quiet weekend just because the Super Bowl, we got new beginning coverage from New Japan live just in a matter of hours. Check it out. If you're, if you're asking yourself, where's Listing Your Boy this week? It aired tonight, just before SmackDown. It is one of our most loaded episodes yet. We talked about the stock decline, we talked about Riddle and Lesnar, we talked Royal Rumble, Edge showed you a clip of this John Moxley interview that is now up on YouTube.com slash Fightful and Fightful.com. It, it's just loaded. It's loaded, my friends. I'll get to the plugs again here in a minute, but I would like to introduce the biggest plug of them all, Canadian podcast legend, Mr. Warren Hayes. Warren, how you doing? There's one of those two introductions that I prefer. Uh, <laughs> doing very well, sir. I'm still waiting. Uh, yeah, thank you very much, young man. I'm still waiting for Sean Ross Sapp to show up to do the show tonight. Uh, I, I, in all due respect, it looks good on you, Sean. I'm just glad because as of tonight, I'm staking my claim as the best hair on Fightful. Uh, I think you're so trying to start a cult now because that's the only way you can get people to believe that. Well, hang on a second, Louis. Let's just let's just let it grow on people. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> yeah. Let's just see how this yeah. goes. Uh, if you guys want it to grow on people, uh, check out bluechew.com code Fightful. We'll talk more about that later. Uh, yeah, I, I do tell the haircut story on uh, on the list in your boy, but I am going to do like a full backstage uh, sort of retelling of how that unfolded on Monday's Fightful Backstage Report podcast. Uh, that is one of our gr many great podcasts on FightfulSelect.com. If you don't subscribe, go ahead and do that. Uh, tomorrow is a new month, so you're going to be getting a lot of content. I think I've got 140 questions to answer in the Q&A. That will be going up tomorrow. Uh, a, a little bit past midnight, you'll get Alex Palowski's Sour Graps. You'll get The Weekender this weekend. Across four days, I think we're going to have five or six exclusive podcasts on FightfulSelect.com. Not, not to even mention, there's a new retro review coming next month. There's just a ton of stuff over there. Uh, we've got a lot of exclusive news that I'm going to be posting up there. Man, I'm getting so far ahead of myself. FightfulSelect.com. When I tell you February's a good damn month to subscribe to Fightful Select, boy, do I mean it. But there were a couple super chats I missed on, on uh, Fightful.com. First off, our boy DJ Throwaway has been just unloading money in uh, quite honestly in the name of the donation uh, of my hair uh, to the wigs for kids situation he has just been like so generous this week he just uncorked another one as we went off the air and I couldn't even get to it so I wanted to answer this with Shayna going after Becky Charlotte's still in the main roster possibly holding the NXT championship and Bailey having the Smackdown one would the possibility of Sasha and Ronda coming back, could they set up the four, four horsewomen dream match? Uh, Warren, I think that if they were going to do that, you would have to have 
one, you'd have to have them all in the same brand, mm-hmm. or you'd have to have a situation where there is like a double Royal Rumble winner, like a Luger Bret Hart, and there's some sort of double challenge laid out, maybe. That way you could challenge for both titles or something, or I think they'd have to get real creative with it, Warren. Yeah, they would. I mean, and like we often say, it wouldn't take much for it to make sense, you know? Just have the women come out and say, look, we need, we need some kind of special rule. We need to be, be able to, to tear this down a bit for just for the time, just to give us some time for this to happen so that we can all fight each other. That, that could be, that could be possible. It, it just, as long, anything is possible, really. We just like it to make sense is all. That's the thing. That's the thing. How you said it's very possible, but WWE likes to cut corners and stuff like that. Just make it make sense. I don't need Sami Zayn showing up on Raw and saying, well, got a manager's license, then never being back again. Sure. I appreciate that they made the effort, but it was real lazy and they didn't need to do that. So I would love that. Uh, we also had a super chat saying, what would you do with Bianca Belair? A mainstream audience and Vince saw how big of a star she is. I think she's getting called up after Mania. I'd call her up before Mania because she is, she is a victim of timing right now. If Rhea Ripley wasn't red hot, then she would, then I think Bianca Belair would be NXT women's champion right now or NXT Mm. champion right now, as they call it. Fair assessment. Yeah, I think I, Bianca's situation has always I feel I think it's I feel it's always been a little about timing. And uh, what I really liked about the Royal Rumble this year is that they decided they being the WWE creative bookers, producers, whatever you want to call them. They decided to test the waters with Bianca. They really, really did. They decided to just toss her into the pool and let's see what happened. And my God, the results were fantastic. Everyone got behind her. Um, yeah, I, I, the women's division needs some strong, strong women and both on Raw and SmackDown, Bianca could fill up a slot instantly, regardless, regardless of where she goes. If you want a little bit of help filling up a slot, regardless of confidence or prior history, check out our friends at BlueChew.com. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work whether you're ready for a WrestleMania push or you're just sitting around and catering. Why does catering matter? Well, because this works on a full or empty stomach. doesn't matter how recently you've eaten. It's delivered to you discreetly. You don't have to sit in line at the doctor's office or the pharmacy. You don't have to wait. You don't have to call up and make the appointment. Because Blue Chew has Blue Chew affiliated physicians that approve this for you. They get it to you if you qualify. And they get the right active ingredient to you as well. You don't want everybody knowing your business. But the fact of the matter is, once you're slanging that wang around, you're going to get some good reviews. You're going to get some five-star reviews. Like, I hope you all leave us on iTunes, regardless of where you watch. because And we say that because... It helps people find us. It helps people find Fightful.com that might not otherwise. So when people are running around town saying, man, I got dicked down and that dude was using Blue Chew. Well, then, you know, maybe maybe the cute cashier at the corner store is going to be like, God, I'm going to have to get some of that. And as a result, Blue Chew knows that you're going to come back to them. That's why you're they're giving it to you for free. They know that once your game is just being being talked about in the neighborhood for being so good, you're going to be like, you know what? I like that confidence. I like what that gives me. And I like what I give them. So I need to check out that Blue Chew. And I need to use that code FIGHTFUL. And why do I need to use that code FIGHTFUL? Because it's free. Pay $5 shipping. What do you have to lose? Hit them up at Blue Chew on Twitter. Let them know you heard about them from us. Myron Siren says, where's Mustafa Ali? Have a great weekend, guys. They kind of just stopped running the vignettes, haven't they? Yeah, and Ali's been – he hasn't been very discreet about it, right, on the fact that he hasn't been using – he hasn't been used on social media. Where is Mustafa Ali? He is a natural babyface. He's very charismatic. He can get over in an instant. Why aren't you using him, WWE? Well, the question is where is he? He's wrestling. He was on – he worked a dark match. 
I think last week against um, Apollo Cruz after SmackDown. Mm-hmm. He's worked live events against Drew Gulak. He's there. Tank Bearclaw said, slanging that wang around was the pop of the night. Boy, let me tell you, when you use BlueChew.com code FIGHTFUL, you'll get the pop of the night, and you'll get it when you want. Joseph Farley says, good to see WWE give the rub to Gold Star Chili by putting it in buckets and selling it as what it is, dog food. (laughs) (laughs) I had Gold Star Chili today. I had a couple of chili conies. Uh, Shout out to Derek Farley. Derek Davis says, couldn't get the super chat in during list because I was driving and listening. Uh, FIGHTFUL, thanks for all you do. And SRS, great dedication to donating. Uh, amazing what you do. Fightful fighting cancer. Thank you very much. That means a lot to me. Uh, hopefully it, it motivated at least a couple people to donate their hair. It means a lot to me that, that, that you care. Young Bibby says, Liv Morgan and Bianca Belair should break out. If they get Liv away from this Lana stuff. It's a trash I, fire, man. I, I agree. Right now, the uh, the live the 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 Lana stuff on on Raw has done absolutely nothing for Liv so far. I mean, it's you know Rusev is bulletproof about it. Uh, you know, I think it gave Lashley a little uh, a, a little boost, but Liv has to be distanced from all that stuff right now. So, uh, yeah, I, if if they do that, I think there's a fair chance. How's it feel that, to know that you can't donate your hair? It's not. That's not the it's, point, it's Sean. It's gray. It's not the point. No, no. Well, no, no. See, there. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not thing. gonna. Oh, all right, listen. I bust balls. I'm not gonna pretend like you don't have beautiful hair, Warren. I'm not no, gonna be that guy and pretend like you don't have beautiful hair. You do, and I'm not gonna shortchange you for that. Thank you. Hannah Moore says, "Well, my three and five year old thoroughly enjoyed the dog food segment, so they mm-hmm. catered to that age group. Yeah, they sure as hell did, Warren." Are we going to talk about this right now? I mean, we 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 can talk about the the audience that it's catering to yes. right now, and it definitely yes. was. This opened there. and closed the show. Compare how Raw and SmackDown closed. You had Alex Pawlowski, who is the most negative. Okay, JD from New York is the most negative reviewer. Alex Pawlowski is the second most negative reviewer <laughs> online. And it's not a shot at JD. Uh, he would probably tell you the same. Alex is the second most negative reviewer, and he was like, this is an all-timer segment. I can't wait to watch Sour Graps while I'm working tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, duty! Quite literally, it looked like duty. Yeah, yeah. no, the whole thing was terrible. I mean, that's the thing. that, And I'm not surprised, you know, Hannah's kids uh, found it entertaining because there is no one... No one over 10 years old who thought that this was even remotely fun. There was nothing good about it. And just the fact that not, and on top of that, the way they were consistently, incessantly talking about it, shoving it down our throats. Like I actually started to feel like the words were tasting like dog food. My, my throat was jamming up. This, the whole thing was, was absurd. It was catered for little itsy bitsy children. It was not for us, and I'm actually starting to wonder when SmackDown will be for us. Tim Traver said, my aunt had breast cancer. That's one of the reasons why I started to do the same thing SRS did. My aunt kicked cancer right in the penis. <laughs> I got to say, uh, shout out to our buddy Tim, one of one of our most loyal followers, a great dude. And I got to be honest, when you send a super chat, that's a great way to get me to shout that. <laughs> Good job. People always ask for it. Kevin Langhoff said, love that glow globe. No Sasha again. Do you think her injury is a work? Perfect for a face turn. Love you, Fightful. My first mania this year and first WWE show. Hey, Kevin, hope I see you in Tampa. I will be there until Sunday morning. The glow globe, we are going to get it. Get to it. Uh, Sasha's injury is not a work. It is not a work. It was straight up told to me she was not cleared. Unfortunately, it's not a work. I wish it was. Trickster said, what do you think about Bianca and Charlotte teaming uh, to face face off of the tag titles at Mania? I don't hate that idea of down the line. I don't think it should be done that way. If you wanted to make the women's tag titles seem very, very important, well, I think that's a pretty solid way because Charlotte has held every other women's sure. championship there is. And I'm talking Divas, Raw, SmackDown, NXT. If she wanted to complete that, 
and she talks about wanting to rack up accolades, I wouldn't hate that. Like you said, Warren, make it make sense if you're going to do something out of left field. But how do you feel about that? I think it, no. The, the more I think about it, if if they if they push it as an odd couple pairing, you know, like maybe in the lead up, Charlotte and Bianca, they they have a they have a feud. They try to they they you know neither one can really get the upper hand on each other. And then at some point, Kabuki warriors just stick their nose in there because they're they're obnoxious little imps that'll just pop out of nowhere and just start screaming at you in a foreign language and hitting you with umbrellas. And if that kind of leads them to to a pairing where they get along yet not get along, not unlike a Cesaro and Sheamus situation, I think that that could work. It could be really, really interesting. And like you said, that would give uh, instant – an, an instant boost in prestige to uh, to the tag titles because I do feel that the women's tag titles have had a nice little run of things since Alexa and Nikki uh, won the titles earlier uh, in 2018. So, yeah, the uh, more I think about it, the more I think it's good. Well, it's time to talk SmackDown. Reminder, every week I do a live blog for Tier 2 members of FightfulSelect.com. It gets posted the next day in the form of my match ratings. Check that out. If you all don't check out my Fight for Wrestling Weekly, uh, do that. It runs early, Monday mornings, uh, usually late, late, late Sunday nights for Fightful Select subscribers. But it also runs every Wednesday on uh, Fightful.com. Uh, this past week in particular, I had a bunch of stuff on the rumors that Robbie E's character is based on Tony Khan. Had a lot of stuff on Melina and the NWA. A lot of backstage news on Impact. Jonathan Gresham taking over Ring of Honor's women's division and training them that's a, a big move a lot of backstage news on aew uh, a story that killer cross would confirm in an interview that he hadn't met with triple h just a lot of stuff worth checking out it's under our newsletter section on fightful.com well i guess we got to talk about smackdown it was it was there it was there like mm-hmm. Top contender match. You had an intercontinental title change. You had some stuff that on a 30-minute show would have been awesome. Like we often talk like Raw would have been a great two-hour show. This would have been a good half-hour show. That's about it. But uh, I'll tell you what. John Morrison missing that Starship pain by nine miles ain't it. Well, it uh, he hit it last week. It landed well. It, it landed perfectly last week. So he, you know, that's it. He, we're back in the cycle. He had to miss it again. I, uh, I, you know, I didn't even think Morrison had that great of a showing. You know, his spinning dive off the top rope, his spinning body press is cool, but I, that's fine. Metalik uh, had a great showing. The, I thought the Lucha House Party had a great showing. Metalik had a fantastic showing. He had a nice exchange with Morrison. You know, he did the rope bomb. Yeah. Yep. Then the rope, the rope walker can run on Dorado hit the golden rewind on, uh, on Miz and Morrison. And as much as I like Lindsay Dorado, he's, he's a, he's a 50, 50 guy as well. You know, maybe, ah, maybe 70, 30, uh, 70% good stuff, but there's, he's not, he's not the most even of the guys. I thought they, they, they had a really, really good moment tonight was, uh, the, the Lucha house party were the MVPs of this match made it fun. And, uh, the, uh, and the revival, uh, farewell, farewell tour carries on, Sean. Uh, yeah, it does. So Cassidy over at bodyslam.net had a pretty excellent story. Also, uh, glad he's doing okay. He was in a pretty rough wreck yesterday, but he's, he's got some sources close to that situation. And uh, Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder were reported, reportedly offered more than 700 grand a year. I've been told that number it even goes well beyond that. And um, they've been made quite a few offers. Con- uh, according to the report, I was able to confirm this. I've, I'm going to have some news on when their deals uh, expire. Uh, actually, as I look, Cassidy already had that. Dawson's is up in April. Wilder's is up in June. I don't know how many times I've mentioned this, Warren, but I do not think it's a coincidence that WWE extended Dash Wilder's deal until about right after AEW Double or Nothing. And quite No, I don't think it was a coincidence <laughs> either, Sean. Uh, the idea, the, the, the thing here is that this is, if the only reason why they'd hang on to the revival at this point 
is entirely, entirely just to continue hoarding talent so that they don't go to AEW. There's that's the only reason. And it you know WWE is such a weird place because this is the only work environment where they will hang on to <laughs> to uh, employees who are not happy, you know, who want to move on to something else. It's it's absurd, you know, if, if people at my job at my, at my day job when they're when they're not happy, they're like, "Well, I'm going to leave." And everyone yeah. says, "Yeah, but fine, hit the bricks," you know, kind of thing. You know, stop pissing in my coffee kind of thing. Uh which is not actually something that happened at my at my job, by the way. Yeah. But yeah, that that that's the only reason why they'd hang on to them, and it's petty and it's stupid. But we've seen it before. You know, and, it, and the revival asked for their release again last week. Dave or Brian Alvarez had mentioned that on his show, and I was able to confirm that. Now the thing is, I would assume that the line of thinking was they asked for their releases that way their ninety days would be up before Double or Nothing. But that's my speculation because sure. as of now. Dawson's deal is up in April. Like, he's he's done then. But then Dash's is up right after Double or Nothing. Now, the thing is, the 90-day no-compete, if they were released, I mean, Dash would be, Dawson would be in the same situation he's in now. He'd get free, really free in April. But so would Dash. So I see what they were trying to do there. My God. I mean, they they didn't get a lot in this match, the superplex, and... Dash landed kind of weird on Dorado. This was really fast-paced, but I, I like Miz and Morrison as a team, at least the idea of them as a team yeah. in this division because this division needed another team really badly. They've, they've had a big increase with the Usos and Miz and Morrison showing up, but losing the Revival hurts, man. It's going to hurt a ton. And you know, look, you know something's up. You know something's up when... It is not the Lucha House Party who eat the pin because they're not going to have Otis take a pin in no way, shape or form. They are clearly uh, setting up uh, Morrison and Miz to face the New Day and probably take the titles from them. Yeah, that was the top contender match. So they, they are going to at Super Showdown. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, and all you have – so if, if – yeah, in the two other teams, if it's not the Lucha House Party who are taking – who are eating the pin here – and it's the revival. Well, well, there's something going on. Yeah. Uh, up next, we had Bliss Cross Applesauce defeating Fire and Desire. This was a nothing match. A nothing happening match. I mean, I guess it gives a tag team a win, and I can appreciate that. But I have nothing to say about this match. And that's rare. And but there's there's not. I mean, I uh, you know I liked Mandy's V trigger that she yes. hit as uh, as Alexa was rolling to do the the, the standing moonsault thing. Mm-hmm. That was that was nice. The crowd was dead for it, absolutely dead for it. Michael Cole said Nikki Cross likes to call herself Naughty Nikki, and that's a sentence. I never want to hear out of the mouth of Michael Cro- uh, Michael Cole ever again. Those are my notes. So before this, Heavy Machinery is backstage, and Tucker's like encouraging Otis. And Otis asks Mandy on a date. He's like, "Will you go on a date with me next Friday?" And Mandy says she's busy, but she's not. She's at work. Yeah, of course. So is Otis supposed to be? They calling in. They don't even have to work house shows hardly at all anymore. Come on, man. But Mandy says, hey, I'm free two Fridays from now. And Tucker does a little math, and he's like, buddy, that's Valentine's Day. (laughs) (laughs) I thought this was great. I I mean, y'all know by now that I really, really, really like this storyline. And um, I I loved how uh, how Otis – you know, how – you know, Tucker was uh, trying to boost, uh, you know, boost up Otis being the wingman, you know, and Sonya's like, hey, dudes, we're like literally right here. Like, we hear what you guys are doing. And then Otis tries to muster up the, cur- the courage to to ask Mandy out. And he's trying. And then he sort of looks up at Tucker with this with this look of anguish and despair. And he's like, please help me, buddy. Like, and it was so perfect. And that's, again, this is what's making this angle work. Not 
um, lascivious, uh, sex crazed, gyrating Otis. It's this this very down to earth guy. This is what's making it work, and that's why I'm really looking forward to the 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 date thing in two weeks. And usually, this is the kind of thing that gets under my skin, but they've worked it so well so far. <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah, I I rather enjoyed the. Otis Mandy stuff and I didn't get your take on the Royal Rumble spot. I thought I, I popped for that. The, and it was yeah, it was both. a great visual, but uh, how how do you feel about that? Both of them. You know like lit the when when she landed on his back, Sean. Yes. When she when he was flat on his stomach and he la- I was like my god. And was he under the ring? This is the part that maybe I missed. I guess he was under the ring the whole time and just waiting. Oh, I loved it. And then catching Mandy and and catching Sonny, everything was everything is wonderful about it. It's a beauty and the beast situation. It's of mice and men as a rom com. You really it's shouldn't fantastic. call Mandy Rose a be- beast. Would you please stop that? Kevin Langhoff says, uh, any women's matches at Super Showdown? Um, Super Smackdown? I don't know why the hell they call that Super Smackdown tonight. Because of the Super Bowl. They said it at the start. Because oh, of the big game this Jesus weekend. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. So, instead of just having Roman Reigns, 49er fan, Baron Corbin, I think he played for the Chiefs practice squad, doing something themed like that. That would have been a good idea. My God. My (laughs) God. Reminder, guys, you can send a super chat and get your question or statement read on the air. Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Every two weeks I do a Q&A. You can ask as many questions as you want uh, on Fightful Select. I mean, it won't get you as many on this. this here you got to send the super chats. I'm just saying it's a deal. It's a deal uh, to the any women's matches at Super Showdown. I, I Not that I know of right now. But that's not to say that there won't be. I, I don't know if they're going to or not. I just know that they haven't added any yet. But I don't see why they couldn't, considering the fact that they already have in the past. I, I don't see that. But what I would do, don't send the whole roster over there this time. Maybe plan ahead. Like, for example, you know Daniel's not going. Mm-hmm. Maybe just keep him back. Keep him, keep, keep him ready. I would do that. Uh, I would not maybe do a 400-man gauntlet match in a battle royal. Just keep some of the roster back. Saudi Arabia doesn't need the entire SmackDown roster, buds. No. And, and the, the honest thing is, Warren, if they wanted to do a full women's show just of SmackDown wrestlers, well, goddamn, man, all they need is three or four matches. That's it. The, the, we talked about it last year when this whole situation went down. Uh, and why not, why not just turn SmackDown into a mini evolution too? Again, you just say, well, tonight, the women of all three brands are going to fight each other on SmackDown tonight. And that's it. And that's it. Yeah. You, you have your, you have a, a, a smaller evolution too. But, but then you make sure that you're able to have a show without everyone panicking. Well, and the thing is, I, I would like them to stick to the uh, brand split, and I, I always have people, oh, well, why not? It worked out great last time. That was an accident. That was an accident. They hot-shot yeah. at an entire angle because of an accident. Mm-hmm. It was not meant to happen. But they do have Tamina, they've got Sonya, they've got Nikki, Naomi, Mandy, Lacey, Dana, Carmella, Bailey, Alexa, and you know what? You can have Charlotte show up because she's got that golden ticket. She can show up, look Bailey in the face, tease challenging her, and say, nah, and there you go. You got a segment. You've got your opening segment. You've got Charlotte on TV. That's pretty cool. How about you don't send every tag team over there? You know what? Wouldn't hate Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan on that show. Wouldn't hate that. Wouldn't hate that, and you could also send you can also send Oscar and uh, Kyrie Sane because the uh, women's titles go. are uh, brand agnostic. Bliss, Bliss cross applesauce in a tag title match against them. Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan. Uh, Charlotte coming out and teasing, challenging Bailey. We just booked half the damn show. Good go. job, Sean Ross Sapp and Warren Hayes. Hot dog. Now everyone's going to say we're looking for a job with WWE, Sean. Oh, no, no, no. They will not. They are 
fully determined that I am trying to work for AEW now. Like that's, <laughs> that's all <laughs> people think that I made a time machine, went back to 2017, started to grow my hair, planned on John Moxley leaving WWE for AEW. Uh, thought that Tony Khan would start a promotion in two years just so I could leverage my hair into an interview with John Moxley. It wasn't a standard media day or anything. No, no. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Of course not. It wasn't any, like Bleacher Report didn't get them or anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, wait. Yeah, they did. They did. <laughs> Intercontinental Championship, and we have a new Intercontinental Champion, and I love it. The match mm-hmm. was forgettable. Mm-hmm. And immediately I thought, no real finish here, but I was happy to be wrong because you don't have to do everything a hundred times. Uh, when I say that, I just want to mention last week, Dolph Ziggler posted a really sarcastic tweet saying, Oh my God, a match for the 500th time. WCW will always be number one. By the way, this is the first time match. Well, then they ran it back again this week. And they ran Gable and Sheamus back this week. And it sucked. Because we don't need that. We don't need the same matches over and over and over again. Now, we've had them teasing this match for a long time. Glad it finally happened. I do not need to see a rematch of this. I'm good. Zayn got involved a bunch of times. Strowman got need. Strowman does uh, his his strike where he holds somebody up, hits them, mows them down, wins with a power slam after the the buckle got exposed and Nakamura hits it. What what did you think of the match and the decision to put the title on Braun Strowman? Um, the match was okay for what it was because I thought it told the proper story especially when you considered everything that they were telling us over the past couple of weeks that it it takes three guys to take Braun Strowman down because that was the story that was essentially the thing with with Sammy and Cesaro and and Nakamura they were able to get wins over him because there were three of them acting as a pack um and here their communication just wasn't on par it just didn't click tonight and that was ultimately their downfall um it's it doesn't come across as a decisive win for Braun, which I think is a bit of a bummer because of the because of the turnbuckle spot. Um, I th- I really think Braun should have just mowed down everyone and then go back to Shinsuke and just drive him through the ring. I think he did. I think he really should have had a strong, strong win. I'm kind of nitpicking because I think that uh, I, I kind of am, but I kind I'm kind of not. Because I'm fearful of how they're going to book Braun moving forward because they have such a uh, an up and down vision for Braun over the uh, for years now. Um, I think we're both in agreement, Sean. Braun should hold this title for three years, be and just like mow down everyone, be yeah. the invincible workhorse for this title. This this should belong. To him, it should be his moving forward. Um, I, I, I'm just, I'm just wondering how they're going to, how they're going to establish him moving forward. Because this, to me, this was not a, a decisive win. I don't know if they really felt they had to protect Shinsuke all that much. Shinsuke hasn't been doing anything. I don't see no. why they felt anything. He's, he's just a guy now. Yeah. He doesn't have the aura that he did four years ago. It just isn't the case. As far as Braun goes, I'm with you, man. 
I think that what they should do, instead of having him, the babyface, be the underdog, have him be the dominant babyface. Yeah. And you know what? If he wants to have a match with Ali, have Ali work from underneath. That doesn't mean Braun has to be a heel. He can hold up Ali after the match, shake his hand, and show him respect. If they're not going 1980s Hogan with Braun Strowman, I would go early 2000s Undertaker with him, where he's the big, bad son of a bitch that can have matches, and when he shows respect to somebody, it means something. It means that they are, are worth something. I would love to see him doing that and people like Chad Gable trying to get the title from him. And if you want him to sell a little bit, that's fine. But he shouldn't work from underneath. Have him be the dominant guy that he is. Damn. I can get behind that. I can get behind that. The problem the problem that I had with this match is that it was really, really short and there was nothing to it. And that's what kind of breaks my heart because I'm happy that they finally decided to put singles – a singles title on Braun, I'm, but it could have been done with a little more pomp and circumstance. There could have been that big match feel that they like to create and so on and so forth. When, when did this get announced? Was it last night? I think it was last night when they announced the whole card and everyone's face started, they, started to melt. They've been so good on Raw about promoting things for the next week and the next week, and I love that important stuff, but mm – -hmm. Yeesh. Uh, good for Braun, though. Good for Braun. I think he can be special as a champion. So Sami Zayn's backstage, and he's not happy. He goes off on a reporter after the match, and he hears Elias' guitar strum, and he's not happy. They argue back and forth, and Cesaro comes out to the ring, and I thought we were going to have a match, Warren. Did it yeah. surprise you that we didn't? Yeah, I did, especially with the way that uh, Elias went after him. I was sure we were getting something, but it just ended up being an attack. Mm -hmm. Just nothing. Um, you know, I I'm still I'm still in heel Elias withdrawal. I still don't think he's meant to be a babyface. But I will say this: you know, we haven't seen him wrestle all that much. Seeing how he managed the attack tonight, one of the problems that Elias had when they tried the babyface shtick. Uh, was it last year or 2018? I don't quite remember. Uh, when they tried to turn him babyface, one of the problems that he had to maintain his babyface heat was his offense, which was very, very heel oriented. He didn't have that explosive offense that babyfaces need to create the comeback, the, 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 the comeback story so that they can uh, send us into the last act of the match kind of thing. He never had that kind of edge to him. What he's, what he did tonight was fantastic. That was really, really surprising, and we saw that a couple of weeks ago when he wrestled. I'm, you know, the I'm out. I, I am not behind him coming in to sing along. You know, all the events and cutesy little uh, jabs at at the locker room. I I'm not behind that at all. I want ultimately, I'd want uh, the Elias that was sitting next to Kevin Owens uh, in yes. Seattle, the Heat Seeker. Uh, yeah, that's that's the Elias I want. This one, eh, not so much. But if he it, let, I, let the guy wrestle, because that's ultimately what we're here to judge him on. Kevin Langhoff says new plates for the IC title with hands. Get these hands. That would be that would be great. I like That'd that idea, fantastic. Kevin. Also, I heard a while back, and, and I, I remembered it because it was mentioned on Dynamite this week when Hangman Page walked up and handed the Bucks their nameplates. He's like, oh, you know, they got nameplates made for everybody. That's a legit thing. Like, they've already got nameplates for everybody just in case they need them, which I think is kind of cool. Aaron Jay's fan says, Rock, Cena, and Reigns in Fast and the Furious universe. Which WWE superstar is next? I think that's an easy one. I think it's Dave Batista. Oh, I was going to say Drake Maverick. <laughs> was Rousey in it too? Wasn't Rousey in one of them? I'm not yeah, – honestly, was. folks, my Fast and Furious lore is just not there. Uh, I, I really apologize. That's impressive that four former WWE champions have been in Fast and Furious. Absolutely. Yeah, Damn. but – yeah, And, but and Ludacris. Yeah. But was he WWE champion? Well, he had something in that bag. You know. I don't think it was the, the world is in that bag. What you got in that bag. It wasn't the WWE Championship. Warren, who's your Sean? weed man? How do you smoke so good? I don't think I should be talking about that without a lawyer. Okay. 
Stay the fuck up out my business. It's mine. All mine. Shorty G came out and attacked Sheamus. So when we made our predictions on this show, I said last week, or on the Royal Rumble, I was like, oh, they might have Shorty G beat him and embarrass Sheamus because they love having Sheamus do that look that... The only look that Sheamus does besides this. (sighs) (laughs) Yep. He does this one. Well, they had him do that because Shorty G attacked Sheamus from behind. Sheamus pulled off an inverted wasteland. Shout out to uh, Bad News Barrett, but it was a different move, but sort of similar. Gable does a nice moonsault, but Sheamus wins with a brogue kick. This is another match that I do not have anything to say about, Warren. No, and you you hit the two big spots of uh, you, you you hit the two big spots of the match as well. There is literally nothing to say about this match here, uh, and I don't see. I mean, this this was a this was a, a a SmackDown that really underscores all everything that I really 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 dislike about, about WWE you. booking you. because we had because we had the um, because we had the pay per view match rematch. You know, immediately after we had the 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 Let's just ongoing get rid of Warren's face there. Let's just make sure you all don't see it anymore. You all can look at a red screen for a little while. Why are you trying? You trying to censor me, Sean? I, are you I... trying to? Wait, I, is there something wrong? Is there something wrong, Sean? Is there? Is, do you have a certain? Uh, looks issue? like I have the best hair on the screen right now. To me, oh my goodness! This is where it comes out. This look. Sean Ross Sapp giving things out to charity, but but just can't help feeling a little upstage nonetheless by someone who has clearly superior locks at this point in his career. Let's just move you up there. We'll have you on the screen, but we just won't be able to see your hair anymore. There we go. That works a lot. I think you all like that black bar underneath a little bit better anyway. Bailey comes out, says she ended Lacey Evans' title hopes and got her back for injuring Sasha and taking her out of the Royal Rumble. I like this aspect of it. It put a bow mm-hmm. in the Lacey situation. Lacey should do a tag team with somebody now. Yes. That's the best idea for Lacey. A babyface tag team. Uh, who who would you say she should do it with? Maybe even a call-up. Is Dana Brooke on SmackDown or Raw? Uh, Dana Brooke is on SmackDown. Yeah, do that team. Yeah, yeah and, they teamed before, of course. And that's what I was going to say. They did They did team before. Why not just go all in on it? It's not as if Dana's all that in demand right now. What's happening with the Batista thing, though? Th- mm. th- that sort of petered out. What a shame. Well, I don't know if he petered out or not. I don't know if he took a walk inside her pit of danger. I don't know what happened there. I don't... Um, get involved in those types of news situations. Anyway, but yes, she should she should team with Dana Brooke. It would give both women something to do. Another uh, an an easy babyface team to face the Kabuki Warriors. If we're looking very very short term, maybe a little something for WrestleMania. You never know. Yeah, it, it'd be slapped together really quickly. Would put a title on on Lacey in a situation where we feel she could carry a title. Because I mean, they they're putting Lacey in situations where. Where she, maybe she's not quite ready. Like the whole thing with Becky Lynch, she wasn't ready to be put in that position. She had just been called out. She had been going up and down a ramp for the past couple of weeks, and it was still a little green. wasn't ready to go uh, to go on the level of Becky Lynch here. Well, I mean, this is a question of circumstance because clearly the 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 feud they wanted for her was with Sasha. Sasha gets injured. They turn to another title situation where again she's she's not quite there yet. Yeah, a, a tag team would just play to her strengths. Rob Wilkins says, if Hayes' voice gets any higher here, he'll sound like a guy waiting for his name to be said on HBO's Ballers. Don't say his name, okay? Anyway. Thank you for the super chat. Thank you for the super chat, Rob. (laughs) Speaking of petered out, I should have said that before. Um... <laughs> oh, man. I'm so tall, dude. But that 
Uh, honest to God. So, honest to God, this is a legit thing, Warren. We're filming the skit on Wednesday. And Brandy's giving me the rundown of everything. And Brandy goes, and we're going to have a couple chairs here because you're tall. And there's no way she knows about that gimmick. There's no way she knows about that gimmick. So to me, holding my laughter was very difficult. Because I, I've already worked myself into a shoot with this tall gimmick that I'm running sure. on Twitter just to troll somebody. I did it to troll somebody who's definitely not worth naming. But – I got an indie event, which I'm doing for charity, by the way, since people like to wrestling. Pay money to charity for him to host a show. Nobody will nobody would give me money or even a charity for me to do anything. <laughs> they won't even subscribe to my Patreon. So <laughs> Now I mean, it, it's dead on. It's dead on. Okay. So, Primetime Pro Wrestling presents Sean Ross App, Serve Tall, Thursday, April 2nd at the Copper Tail Brewery. We've already announced uh, Jonathan Gresham versus Fred Yehi. I can't wait for that one. But, but, worked myself into a shoot with that. I wasn't expected to get an offer to do a show there. But when Brandy was like, because you're tall, I was like, nah. <laughs> but I, I didn't want to do that because that would have came off as obnoxious. Because there ain't no way she knows that I run that gimmick on Twitter, or does she? No, she doesn't. She doesn't follow me on Twitter. <laughs> she doesn't even follow me. <laughs> but um, they, uh, Bailey wants Charlotte to come out and make the challenge because she's beaten everyone. She's like, come on out. And then Naomi comes out. Now, I'll say this. I love the LED light-up headgear. People that do not like her will think it's the most ridiculous shit ever. I mm -hmm. love it. I think it's different. I think Naomi's been awesome with her entrances. A thing that I would change, I, I legit wouldn't have her run up the aisle and slap hands with fans. I think that it's like kind of standalone, and it has a little bit of an aura to it. And mm -hmm. not like she shouldn't associate with fans. But this, like, you should kind of sit there and take it in and let it sink in. Although, I was incredibly impressed that she could see out of that thing. So I'm glad that she did go up the side of the aisle because I, I would have thought, oh, she's just walking straight. There's no way she can see. Like, she's got a hold of a rope or something. This is pretty no. cool. What would you think of it? I thought, look, I thought the entrance was fantastic. I uh, mentioned on Twitter that she had become the third member of Daft Punk, but a very astute uh, follower of uh, Mr. Warren Hayes on Twitter. Follow me, Twitter of Mr. Warren Hayes. Uh, he pointed out that, uh, you know, it's uh, Dead Mouse, the DJ, actually has a mask yes. very, very similar to that. So good call on that. The um, I'm excited that that uh, Naomi's returning. I think she is she's uh, going to be a, an essential addition to the SmackDown women's division right now. And I think it's important to point out how excited uh, Twitter got, everyone got, when she returned at the Royal Rumble this weekend. You know, there's a lot of people out there, Sean, and you know it, you know, when we start talking about diversity and uh, women and people of color and wrestling, a lot of, you know, we'll get the We'll get the triple the, the 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 triple letters of S J N W slapped across us really quickly, but the return that she had on uh, on Sunday just sparked an entire crowd on Twitter to just get excited about wrestling again. Her presentation, the way she came back, the hair, everything, the whole nine yards. Um. She she means something to a lot of people. This type of representation in wrestling means a lot to a lot of people who do feel that wrestling doesn't speak to them, that that feel disenfranchised with what's happening because the people on top don't necessarily understand what's going on on the ground level, grassroots level. So I, I think it's important to really underscore how big a deal her return was. In a weekend that was filled with big deals, this is one of the more unsung ones in general, especially by a lot of wrestling media. But yeah. it was a big deal for people 
in a very visceral level, and you got to appreciate it that. It was a great, great return. I loved it. I thought a lot of times I think Naomi's promos are hit or miss. I think her sure. offense is hit or miss. I think since she's been back, which is Sunday and tonight, it was all on point. I thought she cut a really good promo tonight. She said Bailey hasn't beaten everyone, especially her. Bailey interrupting her by cracking her with a microphone was freaking hilarious. Reminded me of the CM Punk Zack Ryder thing from the Royal Rumble back in the day where CM Punk's like, you could be a member of the straight, and then just popped him in the head. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. But Naomi fought back with a flying kick, and I loved her meeting the Usos on the ramp. Why ignore that? Why ignore mm-hmm. that? They're both back. I love that. SmackDown needed Naomi. I'm glad that she's back. Yep. I thought this was good stuff. That was good stuff. The Bloodline, I'm glad they're calling them that again. Reigns and the Usos are out. This is to kick off the show. Corbin Ziggler. I put Corbin Ziggler and Dolph Ziggler join. Corbin Ziggler and Bobby Roode join. There's some back and forth, and really it's just... They're trying to unroll their peckers to see which one's biggest. That's, that's what this is. And then the challenge of, uh, oh, well, you know what? The loser eats some dog food. Now, Corbin backpedaled here, and I think that's great. The best thing about all this is Corbin's facial expressions throughout all this stuff. I love that Jeremy Lambert, our lead wrestling writer, hosted the distraction every Thursday, 7 p.m. on Fightful.com. He said, yep, this is the sports-centric show that Fox wanted. And I was like, could you imagine Daniel Cormier calling this? <laughs> <laughs> One of the greatest oh. fighters in MMA history having to call this. And, and now one of the greatest MMA analysts of all time is trying to call this. Woof. No pun intended. <laughs> no, I had the balls before this to tweet about how, you know, I didn't quite like Fast and Furious because... The stuff that happens there is too unbelievable. And then I quoted that, and I was like, so instead, let me watch primetime on Fox as a guy is forced to eat dog food, which is really chilly. So the um, match. Here's the match. Sure. Spinebuster, Roman Reigns runs wild, gets hit with a deep six and a super kick, missed an uppercut by a mile, did Reigns, uncharacteristic mm-hmm. of him. Mm-hmm. Usos fly into Rude and Reigns pins Corbin with a roll-up. They had to go a roll-up because they wanted Corbin's facial expressions. They wanted him to put up a fight. But really, what this match was? Oh my god! The loser has to eat dog food! Now, the thing is, Warren, I don't know if this was Cole legitimately excited or being facetious. Like he was told, really sell that shit, pal. And he was just like, oh boy, will I ever, type of thing. What, what did you make of that? Like, did you forget this was at stake? I <laughs> – this is the type of situation where, uh, where I, I feel like wrestling – I feel that wrestling feels like I'm, like I'm an idiot, Like I'm a complete and other blithering moron. Michael Cole was insufferable tonight. Like, and you know, a lot of people then turn to he's been insufferable since 1997. No, no. Yes. And then no, because he's grown a lot as a commentator. And I can only imagine the stamina it takes to have Vince McMahon in your ear an entire two to three hours of live programming, barking stuff into into your into your head. Uh, kudos to him. Tonight he reached levels that I can only associate with this being the most Vince McMahon episode of SmackDown in such a long time. From the moment that the show started where you had everyone there, and then Roman Reigns, who is a guy recently whose promos have been a lot looser because you feel they've been giving him a little more room to just be himself, a little more Joe uh, throughout the, all the Roman, you know. Uh, Roman delivering the line, hey, sounds like you got a fetish there, fetish boy, right? Fetish boy, fetish boy. Fetish boy is a 
Vince-ism if I ever heard one. And the fact that he repeated it two or three times during the promo means that Vince took him aside and like, you got to call him a fetish boy, Roman, and you got to drive that. People are going to love that <laughs> fetish. Of course Vince thinks fetish boy is something funny and as if he doesn't have any fetishes. I don't know. Suffering but... succotash almost ruined Reigns. Yeah, exactly. And then we get to, and then we get here to this event, to, to the main event here, where all I am hearing, all I see is Vince McMahon thinking this is the funniest thing ever. Cause this is Vince McMahon level of humor here. That and little people wrestling and, you know, ankle biting each other. That's the kind of thing that Vince McMahon thinks is funny. Bringing out all this stuff. Hey, and Michael, tell him that it stinks. Tell him, tell him that it smells, that you can mm-hmm. smell it. <laughs> and he's having a great time in the back. And Michael Cole, being the stand-up soldier that he is, is just delivering all the lines his boss wants him to deliver because his boss thinks this is real, real funny and really, really entertaining. I, I was so excited when this all came to a close. But then on top of that, all they kept saying, all they kept saying was, hey, someone's going to eat dog food. Sean, nobody ate nobody. dog food. Nobody. They they poured it all over him. That was it. They posed, poured it all over him. Ah, oh, man. That was SmackDown. Rob Wilkins says the Super Chat is for Warren to promote anything. Warren, promote that you are on the post-Smackdown show Fridays on Fightful.com. No, but Roberto promotes stuff. I I let you promote stuff every time. I know, I know, but but I appreciate Rob. Rob is a a good guy, Mm -hmm. and I appreciate that for for him. I appreciate him giving me the opportunity. No! What's that? Sorry, I had my headphones off. It's my turn to promote someone paid for it, Sean. Uh, Come and join me over on uh, YouTube.com slash Mr. Warren Hayes. I have my own own YouTube channel there uh, where I do a live uh, show every Thursday evening, 9 p.m. Eastern, where I – uh, I recap the weekend wrestling, talk about all sorts of stuff, some current events, and say it's a good time. Come check us out over there. Otherwise, uh, follow me on Twitter at uh, Mr. Warren Hayes. You're making me do this, Warren. I know. You're forcing me into this. I don't have a choice. I know. I don't have a choice. The best hair on Fightful, folks. I should probably readjust this shot. Oh, whoops, got rid of you. Look at that. My God, pal! Look at look at that. That it's it's obscene. That is obscene, man. Damn, I made that shot huge. I'm just leaving it like this. Hey guys, I've been plugging the Fightful Wrestling Weekly a bunch of late because uh, I I think there's a lot of stuff there that goes on uh, overlooked. Every Wednesday morning, free on Fightful.com, this thing runs. Uh, I post it early for tier two members of Fightful Select, but really pushing what what happens on on fightful.com over the past few weeks of lo- alone i've had info on who brought melina to raw reunion who recruited her in nwa uh, uh stuff about the hard to kill pay-per-view what some in impact think of tessa blanchard's future uh Tenille dashwood's status with impact wrestling mjf on the jericho cruise if there's heat or not on booker t for being on that cruise uh, like I said, the, the Tony Khan, Robert Stone stuff, some backstage NWA news, Sasha Banks not being cleared, uh, James Storm talking about the Boozer Cruiser and Elix Skipper of all things, uh, Darren Young explaining why he was a little bit upset by Finn Balor flying the LGBTQ flag at WrestleMania instead of him, uh, surgery from an NXT wrestler, Velveteen Dream status at the Performance Center, uh, some Deanna Perrazzo news, Kavita Devai, if, if you're into that, I had some backstage news on her, how EC3 and Lars Sullivan are progressing, or backstage reaction to Tessa Blanchard's controversy, a lot of the changes in Ring of Honor, we kind of revealed that Ring of Honor had made that offer to Cody Rhodes in 2018 before he ended up moving to Ring of Honor. Or before he moved to to All Elite Wrestling. Good God. Can you believe that? I'm just taking you off the screen altogether. How about (laughs) a couple weeks ago, some stuff with Alicia Toot talking about how she went to uh, MLW. The the, uh, wedding official attack 
on Raw a few weeks ago. Some impact backstage news. How WrestleMania was wide open as of three weeks ago. Updates on the revival. All that's been in the Fightful Wrestling Weekly over the last three weeks. One of the biggest sources of news in wrestling. uh, As is Fightful Select. Are you going to put me back on screen, Sean? I did. Oh. <laughs> Tell the people where they can find you, Warren. YouTube.com. Until next time, we're out. <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.